0: Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Tuesday, and we're in Ordinary Time, the second week after Pentecost. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Visit us with your salvation, and sustain us with your gracious spirit. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us sing to the Lord, let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. You have been born anew through the living and abiding word of God. A reading from Genesis chapter 18. The Lord appeared to Abraham by the oaks of Mamre, as he sat at the entrance of his tent in the heat of the day. He looked up and he saw three men standing near him. When he saw them, he ran from the tent entrance to meet them and bowed down to the Lord, to the ground. He said, My Lord, if I find favor with you, do not pass by your servant. Let a little water be brought, and wash your feet, and rest yourselves under the tree. Let me bring a little bread, that you may refresh yourselves, and after that you may pass on, since you have come to your servant. So they said, Do as you have said. And Abraham hastened to the tent to Sarah, and said, Make ready quickly three measures of choice flour, knead it, and make cakes. Abraham ran to the herd and took a calf tender and good and gave it to the servant who hastened to prepare it. Then he took curds and milk and the calf that he had prepared, and he set them before them. And he stood by them under the tree while they ate. They said to him, Where is your wife Sarah? And he said, There in the tent. Then one said, I will surely return to you in due season, and your wife Sarah shall have a son. And Sarah was listening at the tent entrance behind him. And Abraham and Sarah were old, advanced and aged. It had ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. So Sarah laughed to herself, saying, After I have grown old and my husband is old, shall I be fruitful? The Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh and say, Shall I indeed bear a child now that I am old? Is anything too wonderful for the Lord? At the set time, I will return to you in due season, and Sarah shall have a son. But Sarah denied, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid. He said, Yes, you did laugh. Today is Tuesday, and so we turn again our attention to the story of Abraham and Sarah. The Lord chose Abraham and sent him out with the promise that his children would be a great nation, that they would inherit the land that God had promised them through their relationship with the Lord. They would also be a blessing to the whole world. Abraham believes God's promise and does according to God's word, but one problem persists and stretches Abraham and Sarah's faith to its limit. They have no child, no child, no heir, and now they have grown old. And if they are going to have a child, if they are going to have a son, it will be a miracle that only the Lord will be able to accomplish. The portion of the story that we just heard ends with the promise of a son being born to Sarah within a year. Sarah laughs. It's the laugh of faith on the edge of despair, hope on the edge of giving up. Laugh of a woman who knows how impossible that promise is, and how at this point it must seem like just a cruel joke. And yet, if this truly is the Lord who has promised, then perhaps this laughter will give way to the laughter of true joy and delight. This word of blessing and confirmation the story wants us to know is the Lord's gracious and grateful response to Abraham and Sarah's hospitality to the three strangers who have come into their camp, to the presence of the Lord who has come to visit them, to see that they remain faithful. And this is what the portion of the story is truly about, Abraham and Sarah's generous hospitality and welcome of the three strangers. These strangers, whoever they may be, are the presence of the Lord. The Lord has come to visit Abraham and Sarah. And Abraham and Sarah welcome them, provide a place for them, prepare a meal for them. And in doing so, Abraham and Sarah show their righteousness through their faithfulness and love for their fellow human beings. In the process, they show their faithfulness and love for God. Just beyond the scope of our reading, we discover that these three have also come in answer to the prayers of the victims of the wickedness of the people in the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. If what they have heard arising to their ears is true, then in God's justice and mercy, these cities will be destroyed. When Abraham learns of the Lord's intentions, he intercedes for the people of the cities, knowing that his own nephew has gone to live among them. Once again, Abraham's righteousness is here on display. Not only has he trusted the word of the Lord and faithfully served his God for himself, he has shown loving kindness towards his neighbor, loving as God loves the whole world. For us who have received the grace of Christ, these remain the gifts that we have to share from our faith. The welcome and hospitality and intercession, even for our enemies, even for the unrighteous entertain God's presence among us, to show love, compassion, and mercy to our fellow human beings, and to intercede and pray for all, so that just as we have received mercy today and every day, all might find shelter and peace with God among us, and that God might have mercy on all of us, in Jesus' name. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, and for the gift of rain that waters the earth, sustaining life. For the new creation in Christ, and for all gifts of healing and forgiveness. For the gifts of relationship with others, especially those gifts of relationships that we find as family. Between parents and children, between siblings, between the larger family, between all who welcome strangers in their midst. For the communion of faith in your church, that we might be hospitable, open, welcome, and serving. We give you thanks, gracious Lord, for all of these. And for what else do we thank our Lord? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, especially our President, Congress, our courts, for state, for local government, for the people who serve. For people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare that they might find peace, rest, renewal, protection from harm and danger. For those who are sick, for those who are mourning, for those who suffer from chronic conditions, for those who struggle with mental health. For all who work to bring about peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For who else do we pray? For who else do we ask God's favor? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through this night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the Holy Spirit fill you with new life and abundant joy. And Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve us now and forever. Amen.